Oh, Tuesday through Thursday, 8 a.m. sharp. Spark you a bow, blunt, or even a cart. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to all my Wake and Bake with BMO nights. Welcome back to the Wake and Bake with BMO morning show. Uh, we're excited to have you. Make sure you say good morning to the lady house. Good morning. Oh, we trying to mute the TV. There we go. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Mike? Good morning to you, man. What's up, man? Let me get to rolling the blunt immediately. Yesterday, it took me so damn long. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yesterday's conversation was really great, though. Oh. Uh, what's up? <laughs> that, that, I think it kind of clicked. Why we were so smacked. Why? Because <laughs> we smoked that whole blunt towards the end of the show. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we were smacked at the end of the show. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see it. Oh, yeah, people are saying good morning. I can see you on the good TV Good morning. Now. Oh, that's I nice. I see you on the TV yeah. now. Wow. So I don't got to squint. We making, you know what I'm saying, we making adjustments over here. Have y'all gone to Nami Organica on Instagram? Have you followed the lady of the house? Have you done what you needed to do? Huh? Huh? What's Janelle up, big dog? Janelle has. Hmm? Janelle has. Janelle has? Yeah, she's supporting. Okay. okay. All right. So I appreciate that. And um, Honey's Girl. And Honey's Girl. I think there's some more, but. You said Drew sent you a friend request? Or a friend request sent Drew sent you a, what? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> somebody. Maybe somebody else. <laughs> somebody did something to somebody. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but again, y'all see the shine this morning. I do look a little regular. Matter of fact, hit the focus a little bit. I do look a little, my mic look more in focus than I do. Maybe I don't I don't want that. I want to be in focus. Hot ham and cheese. Yeah, it looks fine. That's cool. Okay. That's cool. We'll fit. We'll fit out here in a second. All right. Um. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Okay. We are right back with it. Mm, first lady of the house. First lady of the house. First lady of the house. <laughs> uh, we are right back in it in another episode. Oh, yesterday's. I feel like yesterday's episode was really good. Make sure you go check out uh, the recap. Uh, the main story, of course, was the was the continuation of our Dave Chappelle conversation. But really, I think the fun part uh, came towards the end when we started talking about what we miss about uh, singleness. I had my man Carl hit me up yesterday via text. I got your call. I got your text, Carl. If you're listening right now, my man Carl hit me up yesterday and said what he missed most about being single. My man's just married. Yeah. What he missed most about being single is roommates. Interesting. And I was like, really? What? But Carl seemed like a. I'm not gonna lie. Carl seemed like a. I enjoy roommates ass nigga. I'm not gonna lie. He does. He's a very communal, like very mm. uh community based individual. So I could see him really enjoying the company of six other strangers. Probably What's should the- have been on the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Carl's the type of nigga to be on the real world. What's the most amount of roommates you've had at once? Two. Two? Mm. Oh. <laughs> like that's civilized. <laughs> okay. Two. Yeah, uh, my- me and um me and uh me, Nick and Malik. The three of us split a studio. Damn. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, <laughs> did y'all sleep in the common area? Like, uh, so, <laughs> the way the the way the studio was set up, there was a back room, there was a, there was like a living room, and then there was a kitchen. So, it was kind of like shotgun style. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, and so, the back room was supposed to be, Tim will know. I think, Tim, you came to the... To the uh, uh, to the mosaic, yeah, it was right there at the yeah, mosaic. Yeah. Tim came over to the mosaic a couple times. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was the three of us splitting the studio. It was the back room was uh, where Malik slept. 
The, okay. the living room is where Nick slept, okay. and I slept in the hall, and like what would be the hallway <laughs> connecting the two of them. What? Um, so great times, great so times. You had a bed, like there was no bed. Yeah, <laughs> there was no bed. <laughs> a bed. <laughs> I don't think any of us had a bed. I think we had yeah. mattresses. I think we had arrangements. It was a futon and two mattresses. Wow. Do I miss that? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I damn sure do not I miss I do my not roommates. miss that. No. And uh, not at all. Uh, the reason well, why that was happening, so me staying in the mosaic was uh, I had got fired from New Orleans, basically. Okay. Put out in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't put you out of New Orleans. We have New Orleans. They <laughs> they I got fired so many times. They said, "Sir, <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> go. Go." They put Orleans. me out of New Orleans, man. They said, "Look, we are a city of celebration <laughs> and success. You are not of that mold. Go. <laughs> go. You are not of that ilk, sir. Go." So I left. Um. Um. I had to. I had to move back to the area. My grandfather stayed in Alexandria, which was just. I love him, but it was a very. Uh, um, it was a tough time. It was a very toxic time. I would. This man would. I'm not. I'm not going to disparage <laughs> my grandfather on here, but it was a tough time, and I had to. I had to leave because the thoughts I was having were there would not allow me to be sitting on the couch with you with you today. So I had to get the fuck up out of there, and Malik and Nick. I say they saved my life. They probably. I mean, not probably. They did. So I had somewhere to go. I had somewhere to sleep that wasn't the oppressive state of living under my grandfather's thumb who doesn't understand uh, modern dreams. Good morning, right. Sophia. Good morning. Um, so there was that. But that's what we did. Do I miss it? <laughs> no. Um, am I nostalgic about it? Some In a way, but not in a way that's like, ooh, take me back. Right. Certain aspects are probably nostalgic, but yeah. not the whole experience. Yeah, nah. <laughs> you wouldn't want to relive that. Hell no. Nah. Um, <laughs> nah. I remember. Uh, I remember a few things that was tough about that house. One, because there were no doors. Like if a nigga was fucking, the whole house hurt. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there was no there door was in the back room no, either. No, there's no <laughs> doors. So um, how would you so like be in you, the hallway? You just gotta not be there. <laughs> <laughs> True. Not be there as much as possible. Now ironically, this is when I started dating that crazy girl who oh. was living in UTC. Mm. Uh, so it made sense to okay. not to not be there. Well, you know, when niggas are trying to entertain, if you will. Was this when you were hmm? <laughs> when you were you singing outside the window? Was this you told me you you were singing outside the window? Somebody at UTC. I mean, I've done that so many times oh. in my romantic career. Uh, oh. Probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought probably. this was. Nah. nah. Okay. Um, nah. <laughs> nah, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> if you got saying by me out from a window, then that was just my. Uh, that was your. That's your um, bag. <laughs> oh, Janelle, was you there? You did come to the to the studio one time over to the mosaic. <laughs> An experience. It was. All we did over there. At any time of the day, you could walk into a fresh blunt. That's all we did. <laughs> a fresh blunt and a game of man. That's what we do over at the joint. Do again. We're talking about what do we what do we miss from singleness? That ain't it. This was like twenty two. Yeah. Okay. This is before I got hired by the Boys and Girls Club, my dream job. So I was just doing nonprofit freelance, basically. Mm. 
I had a job at the time. It's called Everybody Wins. That's it, like a. <laughs> it's like Issa's joint. Yeah, it's reminded me of. We'll see. I don't even we know got y'all. We got y'all. Let me tell you something. Like. Let me tell you something. I don't know if you've noticed, but when we when we start watching it, we stop watching our restart. But like me and Issa have the same career life. trajectory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have the same career trajectory. same path. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, except I was also the nigga on the couch too. So you know, I was also Lawrence at the time. True. I'm trying to get my shit together. True. But um. Yeah, I don't miss it. That's that's interesting. That Carl, what are some of y'all, Janelle? I don't know if you uh, if you if you answer this. What are some of the things you miss about being single? That don't mean I'm not saying that you miss, you want you them know. to be back, <laughs> right? But yeah. like just the things you like, man. I haven't experienced that in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday we said you said what? The the drama. You missed the drama. I told Lady House I missed the heartbreak. What up, B? <laughs> <laughs> I missed the heartbreak. I miss. I miss. Uh, uh, having a crush on a girl yeah. and then knowing that girl don't got a crush on you back. Oh, God. <laughs> what a feeling. <laughs> what a feeling. I do like that feeling when you first start to like somebody. And... Hooping in peace is what Janelle says. Uh. Oh, yeah, because she has a... I mean, you got... I mean... Okay, about to say that's more being a mom. Does Trevor break in on you <laughs> taking dumps? Is that what's going on? <laughs> Shekinah, what's up? Good morning. We are continuing a conversation we had yesterday. Uh, again, these are not things that you necessarily miss that you necessarily want to come back into your life. But what are some of the things that you miss about being? You know what? I had one. about being single. Uh, you know what seemed terrible though? Being single in, in Corona. My God, that seemed like the worst. Woo. Yeah. I'm praying for my single friends. I don't. Well. I do pray, but I'm also an atheist, so I don't know if you accept that prayer. Um. <laughs> uh, um, I can't think of any because Trev is my homie and we align so well. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. maybe having the bed to myself. True. Okay. True. True. It's nothing like farting in the bed by yourself and you know nobody's gonna judge you. Man, a man, huh? Huh? No. Lord As the lady of the house shakes her, <laughs> shakes her head <laughs> for the many times I Y'all don't even know. Amen. But yeah, I think I kind of miss the when you kind of like someone initially mm-hmm. and you're flirting, but y'all don't know, you know, mm-hmm. if you both like each other. But there's that Is that, that game you got. Yeah, play? the game. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, don't know each other too well. Yeah. So I feel. So who am I praying to? The universe. Um, I don't think you're atheist. I think you're agnostic. Agnostic recognizes there's a higher power, or just don't know what it is. Yeah. No, I'm not that. You're not. No. Well, damn. Okay. <laughs> so you don't think there's a higher power? I think you're the higher power. Well, that too, but. Hmm. Again. We've we've skirted around this topic a couple of times on the wake and bake we be mo yeah. The reason I don't talk about it, I don't like just outright talk about it because I know I can talk about it. But the reason I don't outright talk about it is because I haven't quote unquote came out to my parents yet. True. Uh, or my family members, right? Um, uh, what? Drew said being single in Corona isn't too bad. What else? Uh, all positive prayers are accepted. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Um, 
So yeah, I don't talk about it because I haven't, I haven't come out to my parents and they do watch clips and, and, and look at the show from time to time. They haven't mentioned I, it. They haven't mentioned it yet, so I guess they haven't heard a full episode, but mm. um, I don't know. I'm just not, I don't know. Hmm. All right, let me put it this way. One of these days, I'll show the clip. Neil deGrasse Tyson is also an atheist as well, right? Okay. Bill Maher, some of these other individuals I kind of look up to when we talk about atheism. Neil deGrasse Tyson says, uh, if you were raised a certain way, if you were raised to believe in a certain principle, let's call it Christianity for this moment because that just happens to be what I was. If you were raised in Christianity for the first 21 years of your life, and by the time it came for you to, to forge your own relationship with God, you realized that there was not anything to forge a relationship with. You are now an atheist. What does that say about the cultural importance or even the spiritual importance that religion had on you? Y'all see my text messages? Lord of mercy. Yeah, because I'm mirroring my screen. Oh. <laughs> oh mm. Lord of mercy. I got a good, I got a big meeting today though, y'all. I should talk to y'all about that. Um, but that's all. I mean, we're not going to get too deep into it, but like, what is it? What does it mean to abandon your Christianity once you find out, once you think there's no God? That's does it. that mean I could be a murderer now? No. Right. Does that mean that I don't believe in the respect and the heritage of black people in the church? No. Does that, think, does that mean that I think all Christians are dumbasses? No. No, not at all. And to me, those are the, uh, those are some of the principles of atheism that people think about when they think first, like... You think I'm judging you because you believe in something that I don't believe in. I'm not. You probably, you're probably right. <laughs> you're more than likely right. But it just doesn't. It's like dyslexia. I feel like sometimes shit just don't click. Yeah, people who um Damn it! Mm. <laughs> my bad, y'all. Um, do not disturb on. Oh, I could I can't hold on, y'all. Well, see, now they <laughs> gotta look at my whole There we go. I feel like damn, what was I gonna say? Wait, they can't see that. Only I can see that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's I don't know. I forgot. Um. Okay. Uh. But we're not about to argue. I'm telling you right now, we're not about to argue my religion on the show. <laughs> we're not about to do that. Um. Uh. That's real. Family can be rough and accepting change. Very true. I agree with Janelle. Janelle says my upbringing was more based on rules of the church, um, instilled in my family rather than. Uh oh. Oh. Lord of mercy. <laughs> What's she say? Rather than my, what now? My own was it my own personal beliefs? I think. Um. Oh, my own personal relationship with whether I believe in. Drew said, there's one thing to not understand the supernatural aspect. What's important is the moral and the message. A lot of people forget that truth. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm openly denouncing a lot of the mess that I taught, that my parents taught me, we bump heads a lot, of course. Mm -hmm. um, right. Safia says we can't see your message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. The idea of questioning could, our... Go ahead. The idea of questioning our elders is disrespectful to them, which is wild. Mm. Your elders can be wrong. Right. That's what I would name my men's conference. Your elders can be wrong. Your father was wrong. <laughs> Let's start there. Oh, you know what I'm so sad about? I gotta call. I gotta call Jeremy today. So I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be joining this book club last night, the Let's Talk Bro Book Club. I was so excited to send out this piece by R.G. Lord about speaking, uh, speaking through your silences and shit like that. Let me tell you, I was so asleep at eight o'clock. <laughs> Man, the meme started from 8 to 10. I woke up at 11.30. <laughs> I told you 7.45. I was like, you need it coming up. You were like, eh. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh. Already been asleep for like two hours. Let me tell you something, y'all. 
Let me tell you something, y'all. I be in the bed. I go to sleep. Hit the exposure for me because it's about to get a little. It's about to get a little light in here. Oh. I go to bed, man. Um, and think about think about going to bed at a certain time. I be waking up and seeing y'all text messages at eight thirty. So people be texting me at eight thirty, and I wake up at four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, wow, mm. <laughs> I missed that. But we could speak to the. I want to. Let's speak to that for a second. Let's speak to. I want to. What's up? Honey, I just talked about it on Facebook. We're talking about what? Make sure, hey, shout out Honey's girl. She's she's following you. Uh, and yeah. she actually supporting shout on Nami Honey's girl. Honey's girl. Let's we'll see if I can pull up a clip from from what we were reading yesterday. Again, the piece that we were reading is speaking power. Wait. Let me not even just lie. It was uh, it was a piece by Audre Lorde. It's called The Transformation of Silence into Language and Action. The Transformation of Silence into Language and Action. And honestly, the, the what I couldn't stop thinking about was our Dave Chappelle point. Let me let me read let me read the first the first paragraph. Now I'm dyslexic, y'all. Don't play me now. Don't play me. I have come to believe over and over again that is not that what is most important to me must be spoken, made verbal and shared even at the risk of having it bruised or misunderstood, that the speaking profits me beyond any other effect. I am standing here as a black lesbian poet in the meaning of all that waits upon the fact that I am still alive and might not have been. Less than two months ago, I was told by two doctors, one female and one male, that I would have breast surgery and that there was a 60 to 80% chance that the tumor was malignant. Between that Telling and the actual surgery, there was a three-week period of the agony of involuntary reorganization of my entire life. The surgery was completed and the growth was benign. But within those three weeks, I was forced to look upon myself and my living with a harsh and urgent clarity that has left me still shaken but stronger. This is the situation faced by many women, by some here today. Um... Uh, I feel concerning the transformation of silence into language and action. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's getting, I'm getting to the point. Um, I'm becoming forcibly and essentially aware of my mortality and what I have wished and wanted my life. However short might be, priorities and omissions became strongly etched into my merciless light. And, I, and what I most regretted were my silences. Mm. Woman getting ready to die. And she says that the thing that she most regret in life were the things that she was silent about. Silent for the fear of being bruised or misunderstood. Ooh. So what are you not saying? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> that was one of the, that was that was supposed to be the discuss, one of the discussion topics yeah. from last night's yeah. slept right through that motherfucker. Slept right through it. Um and I'm glad I did because I would have been no good. I'd have been all crabby. Yeah. It was a long day. It was a long day, man. Um, yeah, so what are you not saying? Into your life. I never thought about that, and, and I had never thought about it before. What are the things that you aren't saying in the fear of being misunderstood or bruised? The conversation I wanted to have last night, uh, it's an all-male conversation, so we can already talk about some all-male points. Not, I'm not discounting the perspective of black women in this situation. But we were literally going to talk about, we about to have some man talk. One of the questions that Jeremy sent over last night, he's going to whoop my ass if I'm not here soon. Oh, well, I missed it. Um, one of the discussion questions 
um, one of the discussion questions that we were having, this is this is the work that black men are doing. I want to give some shout out to Jeremy Herte. Um, one of the discussions that we were saying was, because of what we know about patriarchy and toxic masculinity, what makes embracing vulnerability so difficult? Yeah, you asked me these questions. Because I read the piece. Ask me the first question again. What's up, Matt? Hey, Matt, did you were you in the um, Let's Talk for a Book Club last night? I slept through it, brother. <laughs> I let you down. Read me the first question, uh, lady of the house. Because of what we know about patriarchy and toxic masculinity, what makes embracing vulnerability difficult? Um, so after reading the piece and thinking about this from the perspective of of uh, of, a, of of a man, the first the first uh, point that Arjun Lord was saying is that you know we fear we fear silence. Wait, we fear being misunderstood and bruised more than we fear what we actually got to say. Right. Um, uh, what? Oh. Okay. Um, Drew said, I thought you said, I thought I said penis right there. Drew says, this week I felt pains in my chest and sore throat and I'm worried it's growing. I was thinking if the end was near, what do I want to be at peace at when that time comes? Wow. Right? Um... What's the question? Because of what we know about patriarchy and toxic masculinity, what makes embracing vulnerability difficult? I've, not I think. When you're an ally to black women and you are also a product of a patriarchy socialized world, mm-hmm. speaking your truth has damage, causes damage. Right. Um... Yeah, it causes damage. Yeah. Both both because I can recognize before I even say the thoughts that enter in my head. One of which is like uh one of which is like part of me wants the marriages that my father had. Right? Yeah. Came home every day, six thirty, food on the table, everything everything seemed like it was love. That's part of me. But the other side, I'm getting there. But the other side of that is I know what that did to my stepmothers. Okay. I know how that limited them. I know how that minimalized them. I know how unfair that was to them that every day, 6.30, regardless of the day of the week, dinner had to be on the table. I feel like that's not fair. Okay. <laughs> how dare I, just because I'm your husband, set your appointment calendar from 4.30 to 7, basically, to be directed on this situation. When we could share that situation, all of us could be profitable. Mm-hmm. But that does not, the knowledge of which I know the minimalization happens and also the desire to have my father's marriage exist in the same way, exist in the same, in the same tunnel of thought. Mm-hmm. So then if I express to you, lady of the house, that I want X, Y, and Z at 630, <clears throat> Not only is that a direct conflict to my allyship towards you, it's also not directly what I want. And I also feel like even the desire or the expressed desire to have that type of relationship would be damaging to our relationship. But I could be wrong. Because I, I, t- I never said it to you. Yeah. No, but I agree, though. Huh? I agree with what you... Yeah. 
Right? So that's the... So when we talk about... We talk about... And I, I wonder if this is true. I'm having an argument in my head right now. I wonder if it is... When we talk about rape culture, in the, in the pyramid of rape culture, one of the tertiary reasons that lead up to women thinking that women are objects is this thing they call locker room talk. Grab them by the pussy, if you will. <coughs> right? It's the assumed language I think women think men talk about women behind their back. And although we do get grotesque from time to time, I would say it's no more grotesque than what women talk about men. But I, but the, but, but, but I have been in situations where I've heard locker room talk and been like, damn dog, mm-hmm. that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, honey's girl, you're right. We could, the conversation to your, honey's girl said, could y'all compromise and figure out how y'all both can be a part of making something similar to that? We could, but the reason, but the, uh, to follow up on uh, uh, what RJ Lord is saying, the reason I don't say that is my fear of damage towards the lady of the house. You're absolutely right. If I had said that, or if I say that in the beginning of a relationship and express those desires as a relationship, if we wish to survive, if we are truly, you know, heading in a direction we think we're heading with fancy jewelry and little <laughs> motherfuckers that look like us, if we heading in that direction, then we should be able to communicate those things. But what I'm saying is I'm afraid to even initiate that communication because I feel like it's already wrong. That speaks to the silences that Audrey Lord. Now, is that something when I die, I'm going to be like, um, oh, man, I wish I told the lady in the house to cook more. No, <laughs> not at all. Not even close. The opposite of which. Um, but that was just an example. So... But that was an example to highlight how how I feel, maybe from the male perspective. If we if we tell our truths, our truths would be perceived as damaging. That's my favorite emoji too, honey girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up, Mama? Good morning, man. What's up, Malik? Good morning. We right back at it with Who-wee-gimme-gimme-be-mo Yeah It's thick Shit getting us back What's the second question? Read, reflect, and respond Because I am woman Because I am black Because I am lesbian Because I am myself A black woman warrior poet doing my work Come to ask you Are you doing yours? Am I doing mine and speaking silence into... What's the name of the, t- name of the piece again? You know I can't memorize. Goddamn thing. Where is it? Where's the title? At the top. Oh. Um, am I transforming silence into language and action? Yeah. Welcome to... I don't know if most men are doing this, though. Right. Um, and I'm even I'm even looking at my my progressive male friends here on the chat right now. Are we are we truly doing the work of self definition? One of the things I actually wanted to have for this week was the definition of manhood. Okay. Um, didn't feel like it was appropriate though. Not yet. I'm still building the case. I'm interested. We've talked about it before. And uh, we talked about it before in the sense that does manhood need a definition? And we actually solved that. We saw that. Yes, manhood does need a definition, but it needs to be more expansive and more inclusion. Inclusionary, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Am I doing the work in defining myself? Am I doing the work 
of being the warrior poet and transforming my silence into action, I'm working on it. Okay. I don't keep going, though. What does it look like to work towards wholeness? That's what it says? Yeah. What does it look like to work towards wholeness? Fullness. Wholeness. Manhood varies from person to person. That's what Jesus says. I think that's the problem. Mm. But. What's up? I don't know if there can really be one definition of manhood. Or should be. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't think there should be. That was my question, Mike. What is whole? When it comes to wholeness. I don't know. It might be a quote directly from a situation. That's why you got to go to the book club. Read the next question. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's why I had to be there. What are the words you do not have yet? Or for what do you not have words yet? What do you need to say? List as many things as necessary. What do (laughs) I need to say? Self-actualization. Oh, and you got a good part. Got a good point. Owen says, I think it varies, the definition of manhood, but there may be a root of manhood that each person blossoms differently. Uh, It does vary, so what's the standard? Should there be a standard? Right, that's what I think. I think there should be the definition. Let's replace the definition of manhood with the standard of manhood. I like that. Um, Because it used to be, and this is... Even saying this statement sounds weird, but it used to be that being a man meant something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Although we recognize that that man they were talking about is probably not good for us. It shields us from vulnerability. It shields us from pain and feeling our feels. Yeah. But at the same time, it still had it still had weight. I feel like I feel like being a man now doesn't have any weight, or the weight that it has is the weight of oppression. Jesus, hmm. Jesus Christ, being a man now, <laughs> being a man now is now being being a man then used to have weight, but now we recognize that that weight is probably just the weight of oppression. <laughs> right, previous standards at, have been toxic at times. The critical part of that is at times. Um, but like I think you know it might be the renaissance of the new man yeah we're at a turning point we have to be at a turning point I feel like a lot of our conversations devolve into the into the uh, uh, the protection of black women as they as they should be but that should be the point that's I mean it's truly the next unfortunately it should have been a pillar in uh, in our liberation but I feel like that's the next pillar of, liber- of liberation Mm. what's the next question if we have been socialized to respect fear more than our own needs for language and definition ask yourself what's the worst that could happen to me if I tell this truth so answer this today and every day Lord mercy 
Sure, went to the book club. These deep ass questions. <laughs> 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 that shit deep as hell. Right. God damn. <laughs> Read the question again. If we have been socialized to respect fear more than our own needs for language and definition, ask yourself, what's the worst that could happen to me if I tell this truth? So answer this today and every day. What is arrogance? Because you know what I feel all the time? What? You know what I feel all the time? Is this feeling of don't be arrogant. I feel this all the time. Not be humble, but don't be arrogant. Hmm. It shows up like in having who wait and make we be mo yeah. I have come to the fact that maybe I'm long-winded. Maybe it takes me a while to explain a, to explain a point, and maybe I have to start with some obscure story <laughs> that leads into the lesson I learned into that story, followed by the action to complete a full thought. And maybe that maybe that means it takes me 15 minutes to answer a question. But oftentimes I hold myself back from doing that. And the first thought that comes to my mind is like, don't talk too much. Don't be arrogant. Nobody want to hear you talk 15 minutes, answer the damn question. Answer the question quickly and succinctly and get the fuck on. That's usually my first thought when people, like when I'm having conversations with strangers, when I'm having conversations with people uh, that I want things from, that's usually my first thought. Hmm. Be hum Not even be humble. Don't be arrogant in your speech. Interesting. Nobody trying <laughs> to hear a goddamn monologue every time you talk. Damn. Oh, we got some comments here. Uh, in, oh, in, in converse, uh, these comments are in conversation to, uh, to the manhood stuff that we were just talking about. Uh, manhood, I think, used to be about leading and staying a household or a community, so do we set a new standard? Absolutely. Uh-oh. Uh, um, uh, uh, manhood came with protection, but also with abuse, right? Because that shit got abused. Protection got abused. Uh, then Honey Girls, Honey's Girl said, but I think men need to work on their self-esteem just like women have. Um, Self-love is a true, honest way it helps you be able to lead and support. In the next conversation, we're talking about Eric is defined as having an exaggerated sense of one importance or abilities. Uh, be confident, not arrogant. Arrogant or pride would hide your weakness because of fear. Uh, fear, humility, willing to expose your weaknesses, and honest with your limitations. That's what Owen says. I agree with that. Uh, Sam, what's up? Good morning. Um, Drew, Drew, you feel me. I'm working on not monologuing like a Bond villain. True. To be honest, bro, love hearing your explanation of things, the way your mind works is intriguing. Yeah. That's cool. You know what? I just had a moment. I just had, I just had a, I just had a childhood trauma moment. <laughs> I just had a moment. There was this time, uh, there was this time, I'm not going to cry. There was this time. I used to go to Myrtle Beach in the summertime. I don't even know how old I was. I had to be like 11, 12. And my dad had got married, uh, stepmom. My stepmom had a son, bitch-ass nigga. That's what we're going to call him. Fuck that nigga. Damn. Um, you, can see, you already see where the hurt's coming from. 
So there was so we used to have in that summertime specifically, we used to have to hang out with their family a lot, uh, which means I would have to engage with somebody else's family that was technically strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time we would go over there. This bitch ass nigga would always, before I even got to like introduce myself to the family, he would always. Candace know who I'm. She all right. See, Candace talking about. Yep, she know who I'm talking about. Every time I would go over to the family, before I even got to introduce myself, this nigga would basically tell his family, "This nigga, me, this nigga was a fuck up. You're not gonna like him. Like he gonna, you gonna like him for the first three minutes, and then he gonna start getting on your nerves. Some shit like that. He would always say that. Always say that. And I remember specifically there was this one time. There was one time we were swimming in this pool. I was with my cousins. My cousins. And this nigga said this shit to my cousins. And my cousins looked at him like, who the fuck, who the fuck you talking about? What the fuck? You're not talking about, you're not talking about Bryant. Like, that nigga mad cool. That just clicked in my head of like, I think about that when I think about like when I'm talking to strangers. That's one of that thing about like, don't be arrogant, like nobody wanna hear you talk. That's his voice. Damn. That's that nigga's voice. Because it's not even my voice. That's that nigga's voice. Yo! (laughs) Yo! Come on, a breakthrough. Come on. (laughs) Wow. 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 Um. Way you make we be more breakthrough. Well, (laughs) I got a burning question for you. What's the burning question for the roach? I mean, there's another question here, but... Also, shout out to my cousins, though. Also, (laughs) shout out to my cousins. Who the fuck you talking about? Not my nigga B. (laughs) Shut your bitch ass (laughs) up. Who is this man? Who are you? Who are you? Oh, man. Crazy. Gotta tune that shit out. You're right. Your cousins should always be your response, though. True. That's right. Who the fuck is this nigga? Um, True. True. Uh, Honey's girl says that was God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your burning question for the roast? Now that you know that that voice is not you, but him, what? Hmm, I guess what do you? What do you do now? Yeah, what do you do now? What do you say to that voice? Like, what? How do you get rid of that voice? That's Other than right now, hmm? now that's a great question right there. How you get rid of that voice? That's like that movie. What's that? Oh, was that movie? Remember that the Blumhouse with the black dude and Felicia Rashad? No, break it down. Ooh, you got a good. You got reminded me of a myth. Break it down, because I thought I probably thought it was trash and just missed it. So remind me of it. Um. So her son. Remember, he had like he was killed or he had brain damage or whatever, and she was a scientist, so she had his consciousness on some like hard drive or whatever and other dude I guess was in a car accident or something and he had amnesia already yep uploaded she his tried to put the consciousness yeah. in that dude but he kept fighting back once he realized he was actually like conscious you know and, and telling him to, yeah. to spoil the movie at the end of the day the toxic dude ended up basically like killing himself or whatever right right Right, ended up deleting his consciousness, being like recognizing, recognizing that what he was was toxic. Yeah, and that he probably should go. Yeah, and so he, you know, that was it. Yeah. Oh, we got some. 
Jeremy, oh my God, Jeremy Herte. Oh my God, bro. I slept right through the book club, man. Oh my God, bro. We're sitting here talking about it right now. We're talking about it right now. And I had a breakthrough now that I could have had last night. I'm so sorry, brother. I'm so sorry. I was going to text you as soon as I got off the call. I was going to send you the podcast clip. Oh, my God. That's the dude right there. Brothers on the call, please follow Jeremy. Jay Herte, I think I'm pronouncing your last name right. Pronounce, uh, 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 not pronounce that shit. Follow that brother right now. Get on the book club. We could have had this breakthrough last night as a brotherhood. Oh, my God, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's right there. Oh, God. It's like you didn't do your homework and then the teacher comes right. see you specifically. <laughs> oh. oh, you got time to smoke in the morning, but you can't You can't go to my book club at night, huh? Oh, my bad, brother. Um, I'm trying to find the name of the movie. It was, what was it called? Was it Black Box? Was it Black? Yeah, it was Black Box. Black Box. There and you go. We got to change the battery. Wayne and me, we you be mo yeah. And it was on Prime. I'm not sure if it's on like Hulu or Netflix, but you can watch it on Prime. <clears throat> you talking to the people. <laughs> Apologize yeah. more than Jeremy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he apologizes. He was. <laughs> I was knocked the fuck out. Yeah, he was asleep. <laughs> I, I do say, though, although. Although I'm the one that fucked up. Can, can we push it up an hour? <laughs> <laughs> can we do it seven to nine? What do the comments say? Uh, give it a scroll. Oh, what happened? What we got? Getting the, the battery in the camera is always up. Oh, never mind. <clears throat> see, you gotta speak positive to shit. See, that's what's wrong with you, B. Okay, Shekinah says you have to develop, develop affirmations you say to yourself to counteract those thoughts. Um, yeah, the battery's dying. All right, babe. what's the name of the movie? The Black Box? I think it's The Black Box. Black Box, yeah. Black Box. Um, all right. Anyway, welcome again, y'all. This oh. been another great, great episode. Another, also, I want to mention, I'm pretty sure the cast was all black. It I was. Think. Yeah. It was starring Felicia Rashad. Yeah. And um, I can't remember any other dudes, though. Uh, one of those was one of those dudes from um wasn't he on wasn't he on um Black Mirror? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. One of them dudes yeah. was from the um <laughs> I, I did put the we'll be right back shit right up. <laughs> oh, we'll be right back. <laughs> do 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 Boom! <laughs> you right, you right. Um Jingle Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I've seen re good reviews of Jingle Jangle, really? but when I first watched it, I was offended. The when trailer? I saw the trailer, I was offended. Like, what is this magical Negro shit here? <laughs> it better be fantastic. It better be great. Right. You saw the other black movies they they put on. What was that Netflix? Oh no, it's a musical. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh no. You shouldn't have told me. You shouldn't have, you should have just let me watch it and be unprepared. Oh, it's a musical. Oh, God. How many songs in it? Is it more than five? I mean, it is called Jingle Jangle. Is that like... Oh, it is a musical. <laughs> it is a musical-ass shit. Musical-ass Oh, name. no, man. Is Lin-Manuel Miranda in it? Oh, my God. <laughs> if he's in it, I'm definitely not Did watching that shit. Did he write these shit. songs? <laughs> yeah, you fucked up, Sophia. 
No, I ain't, man, I might. I'm, I ain't watched Hamilton. No. And I'm not going to. <laughs> Why do you have to bring up Hamilton? Can we can we talk about something else? Okay. What was the burning question for the roach? <laughs> I know you already about to. Because, <laughs> man. Uh, what, what was the burning question again? I forgot. Oh, yeah. What would you tell this voice, or how do you get rid of this voice? And how do you get rid of this voice? So, for the people who just joined on, yeah. um, I, just had a, I just had a slight breakthrough um, regarding this voice. We were talking about uh, Audrey Lord's piece, Transforming Silence into, into Action. Oh, Brandon wants to talk about it. You want to talk? What, what are we talking about? Hamilton. Oh no, I don't want to talk about it, B. <laughs> B let's see. B loves the drama. Right. You love the drama. No, I'm not watching that shit. We had a breakthrough earlier, though. Uh, I was thinking about we were talking about Audrey Lord's piece, transforming silence into action and language and action. Into language and action and. Um, uh, the third question on the thing was, uh, oh, was like, what's the, what do you have to fear? Yeah, what's and the so, worst that could happen? What's the worst the that could happen when you speak your silences, the thing that you're most feared about, uh, into action and, and language? And so I was thinking back to, I was having this thought of like, what does it mean to be arrogant with your speech? Because I'm realizing that I'm long-winded. Sometimes it takes me, it might take me 6, 10, 20 minutes to answer your one question. You shouldn't have asked me. <laughs> uh, uh, but when I do that with like strangers or people that I were trying to do business with or like, let's call them like, I don't want to say bigger people, uh, but let's just say more accomplished people. I have the tendency to, this voice is always in my head like, don't be arrogant. Nobody want to hear you talk that long. Like, say what you got to say and get the fuck um, and then I was just thinking and thinking and thinking and realizing that was a bitch-ass nigga from my past that I had to deal with, and I never resolved that trauma. So then the lady of the house asked me, make sure you say good morning to the lady of the house. Good morning. Um, the lady of the house then asked me, how do you get rid of that voice? I've seen some, I've seen some e examples, of, um, examples of possible solutions here in the chat just now. I saw affirmations, which I got some affirmations over there. Um, I have a whole book. Uh-huh. I have a book of affirmations. You got a book of affirmations, so maybe we do some affirmations in the morning. Maybe, yeah. maybe the beginning of Wake and Bake with Bemo instead of me singing is an affirmation. Mm. Or maybe we'll sing the affirmation. Mm. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe that'll be the thing. Um, uh, so yeah, that's where we are with that. I tell you one thing: this has been another great episode of Wake and Bake with Bemo. Yeah. I have to forgive my former stepbrother? Shit. That's another day. <laughs> That's another yeah. day. Step That's by another step. day. You don't have to do it all today. Shit. <laughs> you just had your breakthrough. It's on site. <laughs> Every on time site. I go to Myrtle Beach, I just wish I see this nigga. I drive, <laughs> I drive down the street that I know that nigga be on, and I be looking. I wish to see him. Ah. Ooh, I wish I know. Did we drive by uh, yes, we did. <laughs> Yes, when we was driving you through the hood. 
Oh, oh, where you used to live? Like, yeah, he lives. He lives over there. He lives down that street, and I was looking down the street, man. Oh, yeah, you were looking down the street, man. <laughs> I was looking. For, that's that nigga over there. Ooh, where is this nigga? I be going to church, waiting for this nigga. Like, oh, I hope he come to church. I see his mama. I be like, ooh, it, ooh, is that bitch ass nigga? Yeah, <laughs> but you right. One day, um, fuck that bitch ass nigga. <laughs> one day. Um, <laughs> uh, metaphorical ass. Forgive dude. after. <laughs> ain't gonna be no metaphors, baby. <laughs> I'm not throwing out no metaphors and no similes. It will not. Audrey Lord will not be in my <laughs> spirit that day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. Um, That's interesting. Boy, I don't too. think you have to forgive, but realize it was really his insecurity projected. Right. Mm. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a solid point. That's a solid point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Something happened to him and he projected on you. That's what she kind of said. Damn. Yeah. That poor hurt child. Hurt people, hurt people. Damn, I'm going to hurt him some more. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's sad. Um, y'all tell him. I just like, you bitch, you. <laughs> I got to sick that meme on him that lives rent free. <laughs> you raggedy bitch. <laughs> Got a mushroom slap head with a finger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> True. True. Um, yeah, that's about it, y'all. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> it's Thursday. I look forward to make sure y'all check out the podcast that comes out about 1030 every day. It's a good recap if you missed the beginning of the episode. Beginning of the episode, we also had a conversation about atheism. We had a conversation about, what was you talking about at the beginning? We continue the conversation about, oh, um, what we missed from... Singledom. Oh yeah, our, our, yes, our, our our continued conversation about what we missed from singledom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Singledom. You said you missed the. Uh, what did I say? Oh, like the. No, don't tell them. Make sure you go listen to the podcast <laughs> so you can you can listen, figure out what we missed from singledom in our conversation about uh, and our conversation about atheism as well, and then the continued conversation about the breakthrough. Um, We'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, that's was, a good point too. He was salty that people fuck with you. He told them not to. Damn. Yeah, people go through things every day. There's no excuse to treat others like that, right? Damn. Yeah, bitch ass nigga. That's all Damn. it is. <laughs> Make sure y'all come back on Tuesday, eight a.m. ish, right here on Instagram Live. Oh, oh, while I have you here, we are gonna start transitioning. Over to Twitch. That was a bad drum roll. It was. We do I bad see, drum rolls. You know, it's hard. It, it is. I understand now. Because <laughs> uh, uh, we're not drummers. We both sax. We both sax players. Yeah, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, we are going <laughs> to meaner ass. Yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we are going to start trans- uh, transitioning over to Twitch, which means we'll be on here. And Twitch at the same time, and then eventually just Twitch. Uh, mm. You know, we got to start. Uh, I think we got to. We got to take it more and more seriously. That's all. Okay. I think we're having great conversations. Yeah. Um, and when I'm hearing when I'm hearing um, 
very influential people and very and very much people that I respect and look up to say we're having great conversations and it should be expanded on a larger platforms. I think we could, you know, we could do more. We could always do more. We could do better. Yeah. We're a house of two entrepreneurs. The former right. could always be better. So, well, we're going to, in that effort to, woo! That was nice. That was good <laughs> right there. Oh, my goodness. In that effort to, um, to, to, to go forward, yeah, that's what we're going to start doing. So, Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, also, I man, I need this. I have a theme song. What do you mean? We like, have it. We I sing it all the time. Oh well, yeah. But you, I need. You I need, need like a one on one. Yeah. Cut. <laughs> I need a cut. Yeah, right, right. I need a whole. You know what I'm saying? I need Tashina <laughs> Arnold to hook me up with every. Y'all know she wrote that song. Tashina Arnold wrote the Everybody Hates Chris. Uh, Have y'all heard the whole thing? Theme song. Did y'all know it's only three women singing that? Right. <laughs> right. It's not a choir. It's not a choir. It's not a choir. It's just three women singing that. Three exceptional black women. But I guess the voices of three black women could sound like a choir. So. Of course. <laughs> I mean, you, you know. know. <laughs> you know. You know. It's that. It's that kind of pa. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite Baptist word, by the way. Pa. Pa. It's P O W apostrophe R. <laughs> That's my favorite Baptist word. Pow. <laughs> Wonder working pow. <laughs> you got pow. And then my favorite, uh, my favorite phrase is the highways and byways, baby. <laughs> I love the highways and byways. Uh, how could how could you abandon these things? Anyway, if y'all want to see, if y'all want to know the context of that, make sure you listen to the um. Right, exactly. Brownstone sounded like a whole, three women sounded like a whole right. mass choir. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but if y'all want to hear the beginning of that, wait, spell what again? P O W apostrophe R. Pow. Pow. Not power. No, 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 no. That's a different word. Right. No, 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 no. That's a show. Pow. Right. That's a show. That's an action. That's, that's a verb. That's how you oh, do racism. Oh, I don't have my verb shirt. Yeah. I got my man. Get a little panda. Yeah, my panda. I'm me riding. Panda riding a, a giraffe. With a red solo cup. With a red cup. solo cup, yeah. There's a lot of things happening. Yeah. This is my favorite shirt. I had some shoes in one of this shit, too. You had some socks in that shirt, too. It's one of my favorite patterns. Anyway, I'll see y'all on Tuesday. Check out the <laughs> podcast. I'm going to put up a clip. I'm noticing that on the new, everybody complained about the new Instagram format, but like the reels are doing wonders for the clips, though. I'll be honest with that. So share those. Nice. Share those reels. Um, you never post your shirts. I never do. Yeah, pow. <laughs> exactly, pow. T, Candace, no, we went to the same church. <laughs> we went to the same church. Pow. <laughs> That's the word. You know, Candace used to sing this song. In the choir. Oh my goodness. Used to bring the church down, man. Oh, good times. Anyway, before I fall down that memory, uh, I'll see y'all on two. Oh, Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Let me say this. Um, and I'm I'm not I'm saying this not to not to gas my man, but I truly feel this way. Uh if you know me, you know that when it comes to the music business, I fall into the Quincy Jones uh uh tree of thinking. Okay. Right? And so my some of my favorite albums are Love Q and um, uh, the Juke Joint by Quincy Jones. Those albums don't have performances by Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones is a at this point. Oh, if you didn't know this, Quincy Jones can't play trumpet again because he has an aneurysm. 
Damn. And if he blows too hard, I should have blown up in his oh, hand. So that nigga literally cannot play Aww. the trumpet. Um, so he is a producer. So as a coordinating producer, as I like to call him, he uh, just puts great musicians together and creates great musical art. In that case, on Sunday, I'm having having a concert for the debut of Joe Schmo's album in which I feel Joe Schmo is walking in those same footsteps. I'm not going to put the Quincy Jones step on him. But when I think about the renaissance of artists in the city right now, when I think about black musicians and the soul movement that is happening and the underground happening in D.C. right now, mm -hmm. the artists on the album are the artists that we talk about. We're talking about Deacon Izzy. We're talking about Chiquette. We're talking about Miles. We're talking about Milo Case. We're talking about Tia Pearl. We're talking about Joe Schmo. We're talking about all these musicians that you see in different parts. You see them in the DuPont Brasses. You see them in different bands. You see them, you see them performing on Instagram all the time. You like the clips. You love the album. I know because I work for them. So mm -hmm. I know you love the shit. I see you listening to it. Um, uh, <clears throat> Sunday is the concert. Now, it's only 15 people that are allowed in the joint. I think we already sold 11 tickets. But I, one, I need y'all to buy them four tickets. Two, I need y'all to come through because it's really going to be an epic, it's going to be an epic situation. We're recording the album. Live. Yeah. No frills. <clears throat> not giving no speeches about, you know, how you should be in love because it's an intimate situation. None of that. No Urbane. I'm not interviewing that nigga. I'm not doing none of that. We came to do the business. And we're going to do it done. And I'm, and I, and I'm so excited. So... Uh, check that out. Uh, you can go to Joe Schmo's Instagram, get the link. I think it's joeschlaps.eventbrite.com. G E A. Uh, are we going to live stream it? No, no. <laughs> you said no. Nope. <laughs> joeschlaps.eventbrite. But you can buy the album when it comes out. Boom, check that out. Oh, man. <laughs> Urbane is in the building. Anyway, um, make sure y'all can check that out if you want to. Uh, but yeah, I'll see y'all on Tuesday. Thank you for stopping by. I don't, I'm not saying on Tuesday we'll be on Twitch too, but you know, it's coming. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I got to figure the shit out. Also got to figure out how on Twitch, can I do it 9 by 16? Can I do a long view Twitch? I don't know. I don't know. That might look weird because I feel like you can also stream Twitch on TV and this is what it would look like. Yeah. That might be strange. So we might have to figure out a way. Hmm. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'll see y'all on Tuesday. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Good morning. It's Thursday. On Wake and Make with Beef Mo. Yeah. <laughs> Micah, I got to go. I love the single though, baby. It did kind of weird me out. I was not expecting that. I was fucking with the album art too. I was fucking with the album art. Hey, and check out, check out the DJK, DEJK. Uh, it's it's funny though, cause on Apple Music, I said I was about to go. See, this what happened. It's, I'm just like a dick in the church. Yeah, <laughs> this what happened. Uh, uh, <clears throat> it's funny, cause when you listen to that, when you listen to that song on Apple Music, they now autoplay like songs of that category. Okay. And so DJK, I guess, is also like, I'm guessing. I'm going to say Polish. I'm going to say Polish some type of band as well. So when your song goes off, it was instant like Polish hip hop. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I got a taste of that last night. It's kind of hitting. Not going to lie. I wish I knew what they were fucking with saying because the beat was, uh, the beat was, uh, 
Anyway, y'all, I'm gone. I'll see y'all, I'll see y'all on Tuesday. Damn. <laughs> Again, uh, thank you for listening to the Wake and Bake with BMO podcast. You can check us every you can check us out. I'm sorry. Every Thursday, Tuesday through Thursday on Instagram Live, eight-ish in the morning. Uh, it's a real dope situation. You can see your comments from there, so you can maybe include yourself into the conversation. Uh, we will see you next week. If you listen to the end, you a real ass nigga. Give us a rate and response and review. Uh, give us five stars uh, or how many stars you want to give us. So, <laughs> good morning. <laughs>